welcome to another episode of user words podcast i'm paul thank you for joining us this week so this week we really start off uh talking about patience that's what i really want to talk about at first but as you know conversations in real life sometimes they drift topics and that's exactly what happened here we talked about the fact that they we have a sand shortage how do we even have a sand shortage we have a big old deserts all over the globe we always talk about uh, sand uh, deserts growing and expanding even more every year but so how are we having a sand shortage well we're going to talk about that and then we go from there and as we continue talking about the various shortages going on in the economy around the world we eventually get to talking about venezuela and how inflation and shortages there have caused rapid inflation of the cost of goods and foods on the normal market uh, especially those that are not subsidized by the government and how ridiculous it's gone and ultimately me and Aaron are reminded about how good we have in america even though we like to complain sometimes here in america as americans about how we have to wait or how bad we have it because cost of goods have increased and then you realize that the cost of good for like a loaf of bread down in venezuela which in american dollars is maybe like 45 cents if they were to buy it on the street market without going through a government backed store would be almost an entire year's worth of their currency yikes so stay listen uh and the conversation what that sounds like and to hear some of those stats and some of those numbers and again thank you Paul's gonna kill us. <laughs> so darkness, huh? That's the topic. It's rising in me right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Gannon. <laughs> so. Welcome to another episode of User Bards Podcast. Ah, welcome back, it, Mr. Johnson. Glad you got your drinks and joined me once again. Uh, this is another Aaron Johnson topic. This month is full of Aaron Johnson specials. Unfortunately, fortunately, unfortunately, fortunately. Whichever you choose. So, Mr. Johnson... This is a Aaron Johnson special, as yeah. is most of these topics this month. So what was going through your mind when you sent the word topic idea? Patience. Patience. <laughs> well, you know, this whole pandemic thing yeah. has caused a lot of issues. It's caused a lot of Aaron, or not Aaron's, Karen's. Yes. Which is just adding a K in front of Aaron and you got Karen. <laughs> But okay. what is the male version of a Karen? Doesn't matter right now. Okay. It's not me. Anywho. Uh, and with this whole pandemic-y stuff, there has been a lot of shortages. Yeah. Because I was trying to think of, like, what the heck made me even think of patience in the first place? And I totally forgot. But then I realized it was... With this whole shortage thing, and I mean, no thanks to Amazon being awesome with delivery stuff, but now that there's shortages, 
people actually have to wait for stuff now. Some things, not everything, right. but a lot of things. Yeah, so such as just well, goods, materials, like uh, um, for me, some like music equipment. It's all bought up, and it's hard for some people to get some stuff in. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, with everyone being locked into their houses this past eighteen months, uh, yeah, eighteen months to fifteen days to slow the spread. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I have a feeling we're going to come out of this pandemic and start seeing a lot of new bands everywhere. A lot of new bands everywhere. Yep, with first year musicians. So not good. Depends. It, it, it does depend. Yeah, you're right. But maybe that'll give some of those bands that have been musicians for more than a year a better chance to work themselves up. Maybe. Probably not. Who knows? If I don't they, care. If they took this time and this time when they didn't have to do anything and spent the time practicing. Yeah, no, that wasn't me. Dang it. <laughs> well, I had to work anyways. Yeah, no, um, you were essential. But yeah, so music equipment, anything else that was on kind of your list? There, I mean, I mean a lot of this comes from work because at work, we're running pretty short on stuff. Mm. And like even like to get um, the bags that we package stuff in, on, like we're, we normally have like, what is it, four different sizes of bags. Okay. We're on our last size of like our, the standard, like it's where it comes on a roll. We're on our last size of the bag, which is the biggest. So that's just great. Right. Um, but I mean, we'll only have that for so long. And supposedly we're not supposed to get another shipment of bags in until January. Oh, Wow. It's a long time. Yeah, because apparently there's a shortage on petroleum products. So, I mean, thankfully we do have other bags, but it's like things are, I mean, yeah, the how we bag stuff might be changing a little bit or we'll have a lot of waste of bags <laughs> because we had to put small stuff in big bags. We don't, we'll find out. Yeah. In our pursuit to find another company to help us out with that thing. But in just, so with that, I mean, just even... Getting material, I know, because I have been looking at getting a CDL, and you told me, like, you know, there's, like, shortage in truck, yep. tr uh, truckers and stuff like that, and so it's, like, you know, we, we look at getting material in, but there's a delay on us getting our material in, maybe because of delivery like, issues and stuff like that. I don't, I don't know all that, those details, but it's just, I, there's a lot of, Stuff holding things back, but the orders and what people want obviously doesn't stop. Yeah. So it's just like I don't. It's, it's one of those things where it's it's thing. I guess for me, I don't care. Like if I order something, I'm okay with waiting on it. Like okay. I ordered some drums, but it's gonna take six to nine months until I get them. Okay. Because they got to put it all together. But it's just like seeing some people like just, I guess like hearing about like customers getting super pissed off because of orders are taking too long. They're getting delayed and stuff like that. It's just like, man, it's like, what do you expect when there's a shortage of things happening in the world? And I was just with that and then Amazon having their whole, 
what's it called? The two day, or even in some cases, same day deliveries. Yep. And stuff. And I, I, I guess that's as far as receiving goods. Um, but like, and then obviously with just technology, the phones and just instant, just everything. Yeah, we, seems like we have lost the idea of being patient a little bit. Yeah, and it, d- it doesn't help that the past few years, like like you're saying, Amazon just same day delivery type thing, and they were even investigating doing delivery same day via drones for even faster stuff. That's so crazy. It's cool. So but I, once that becomes a norm, it's like oh yeah. I didn't even know that there was a plastic bag shortage until uh, you just brought that up. Because that hasn't been anything that I've had to deal with, really. Right. You know, and and looking at it, uh, McDonald's is having trouble getting straws as well, plastic straws. What? Due to the plastic shortage. They're also having trouble getting plastic bags. Um, The BBC has a story out, COVID vaccines, why a giant plastic bag shortage is slowing the rollout. They need plastic bags as part of the vaccine production. Oh, so what? What is causing the plastic bag shortage, though? Uh, it's, is it like, is it the production of them? It's a shortage of materials and components to create the bags because of no one's producing it, or is it would... shortage of materials, the components? So, um, so at this point, it's like the vaccine manufacturer saying they may be waiting for some bags up to 12 months 12 month delay for the vaccine for the bags to to put the yeah to grow the vaccines in that is an interesting predicament on the side step of that over in um bbc area great britain yeah they are out of body bags or just about to run out of body bags. And they said a lot of it is due to other countries stockpiling a bunch of body bags because of the coronavirus, and now there's a shortage on bags. So guess what they can't make? Bags. Yep, and they can't produce any from, like they're trying to get some from overseas, but they haven't been successful yet. Man, that's the thing. I feel like that's one thing that sucks about, I guess, one stockpiling on stuff especially when you get way too much of it expecting to have to use it but then not yep then you have all this extra bag (laughs) baggage yeah so you guys having to wait till january for a bag is not as bad as vaccine development having to wait almost a year and some for some of the bags yeah you did say 12 months oh my gosh Wow. I'm trying to think of when we ordered these bags, though. It's been a minute. Because, yeah, originally I thought it was supposed to be no, no, October, November, and then I was like, oh, no, now January. It's like, oh. <laughs> yep. But, 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 but. <laughs> so, it, ah. gosh. So. Ooh. Crisis. So, yeah, that could, that can happen real quickly. Um. Now, the thing is, that's just whatever materials are to make a bag, right? Yeah. In the past, you've read about other material shortages that are kind of looming on the 
uh, just on the edge here that we're just about to hit into. Like water, we understand that that's a shortage in some areas and that that's probably become more and more of an issue going forward. Right. Um, Thankfully, we are good. For now. For now, But if we start pumping our water out to other parts of the U.S., you can start seeing that water level. Nah, dude, we're keeping it for ourselves. Oh, no, we're making deals to pump it out. Oh, I'm sure. What else is something that is in, that they sounded the bell in 2019 that they're saying we could soon soon see a shortage of this material that you would think we would have a ton of. Used for making glass. Sand? Yes. A sand shortage? In 2019, they said, we we are on the verge of having a sand shortage. What? Isn't, but, uh, what? <laughs> I love how I, I bring this up and all of a sudden you're just like, what? What? what, what? <laughs> it breaks Can, your brain a little bit. Can't you just make, I mean, sand's just like what, broken up rock, isn't it? To a point? It's grains of weathered rock. Yeah. It's in deserts and beaches around the world. Yeah. But what, could you not, like, I guess in a sense, make sand from quarries and stuff? Yeah, but that's also going to be... It's limited. So but... sand of our natural resources are consumed. So like water, oil, and all that. Sand, right? What rank is sand? What rank? Yep. As far as, I'm sorry, as far as what goes? Like of natural resources consumed. If you take into account like... Oil, water, gas, sand, all wood. I would imagine it's pretty high up there. So give me a number. So it's out of what though? Like, just give me a rank. It could be one. Let's say one through ten. I guess I would say five or six. According to this article from the BBC.com. Yeah. Sand is the world's. Second most consumed natural resource. Second. Why? Well, um, think of how many things have glass on it. Well, it's not only glass. Concrete. Yeah. So all the buildings that we go up, you know that new pool that just went up by your house? Yeah, sand. There was sand in all that concrete and all the glass. All the new construction. It's all the asphalt that we use to build roads. Yep. Every phone we build has concrete. I said every phone. Uh, not concrete. I'm sorry. Glass. <laughs> yeah. From sick. <laughs> well, not only that. Processors, right? Okay. Sand. This is what? I didn't know any. Wow. Every electronic uses sand as well. Not what? only for the glass, but for part of the the processors and the chips what what would it look like if we used up all the sand in the desert don't know because eventually you're gonna hit like like ground dirt yeah this one like i'm I'm just kind of curious like what would like what would that section of land look like once you emptied out all of the sand like how deep down does that go yeah don't know so As far as natural resource usage, it's second, right? Yeah. Only behind water. 
Only behind water. Yep. People use 50 billion tons of sand every year. That's more than enough to cover the entire United Kingdom. In sand. In sand. Oh my gosh. That's a lot of sand. Yep. Now, and, and here's to answer your question, you know, you're, you're probably you're thinking, price other people's thinking. We have all these big deserts, right? Guess what? Yeah, what? They can't use that sand. Why? According Is to this it article. Protected? No, according to this article, it's the wrong shape. What? What? So sand that is eroded by wind has a different shape than that, which is eroded by water. water. And they need sand that is eroded by water to be able to use it to create all the stuff that we create. No way. (laughs) No way. You know what the the problem is with that, which is uh, by, by wind? Yeah. It says that they are too smooth and rounded to form stable concrete. So all that desert sand we cannot use for any of these processes. Not, what, not even glass, though? No, we need the angular stuff, sand, found in beds, banks, and floodplains of rivers, as well as in lakes and seashores. Wow. Oh, that sucks. We just have to figure it out. We have to make it work somehow. We can use desert sand. We can't discriminate against the desert sand. There's even a black market now for sand trading. With criminal organizations moving in and creating their enterprises around trading sand. sand. Wow. That's incredible. It's awful, but like, I never would have thought Sand would be that desirable, or was that desirable? Well, that's what we use to make all of our wonderfulness with the concrete, and, and especially because we do a bunch of urban sprawl, right? You know, we're creating all these buildings, all these big cities and everything. So they're predicting, what they're saying is, right now, two from there's about 4.2 billion people living in urban areas. 4.2 billion, okay. Okay. The United Nations is predicting that this will move up to two, uh, add additional 2.5 billion over the next 30 years. Okay. That's equivalent of adding eight cities the size of New York every single year. That's how much concrete you'll need. So, what you're telling me is I need to go to the beach and collect sand. And then sell it, essentially. You're never going to be able to collect it fast enough. China has used more sand this decade than the United States did in the entire 20th century. Making what? Like like electronics, concrete, all that stuff. Glass. Wow. Dubai. You know where Dubai is, right? You do know where Dubai is. Where are they at? It's it's in the Middle Eastern or kind of by. Okay, and what are they by? A desert. 
Yeah. They have a lot of sand, right? But you can't use desert sand. Right. They import their sand from Australia for their buildings. So there are people in Australia exporting sand, sand. to the Arabs. So they can make their... And when I say Arabs, I mean the United Arab yeah. Emirates and all that. Yeah. I guess, I mean, yeah, Australia is literally like just a massive island. Yeah, it's a former penal, penal colony. Yeah. So, I mean, they've got sand technically all around it. Yep. So, but, okay. I mean, but we can create sand to a point, right? To a point, but can we use make it as fast as we use it? That's that question. probably not. So, we're going to have to learn to be really patient. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> God, we had to become... You know, we'll have to use our resources wisely. Gosh, I feel like the, I feel like America is going to have the hardest issue with this because we're not patient at all. No, let's and be we honest. Just waste. <laughs> yes, yes, we do. Uh, unfortunately. Oh my gosh! See, ah. Oh. Patience is a bigger thing than I thought it would be. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, in, in, in this article from BBC, they go over some things, right? Um, and, like, they're talking about in Vietnam, the Viet, Vietnam's Mekong Delta. Is it Mekong? Mekong? Is it Mekong or Mekong? I'm not sure how it's pronounced. But anyways, in their Delta, right? So this Delta gets, they what they've been doing is they've been, taking the sand because it's the right type of sand for construction then you know as the water flows through the over the rocks and everything it replenishes the sand because it's eroding rocks right in 2011 alone they extracted 50 million tons of sand from the delta and now they're moving more sand out of the delta than nature is able to replenish naturally Um, they believe that nearly half the Delta will be wiped out by the end of this century, if this continues. Oh. Does that, I mean, is that mainly going for uh, concrete purpose, or is it just in general? Just in general, okay. yeah. But a lot of it might be doing it, you know. So that's where recycling could be very beneficial. Especially for glass materials. Yeah. Glass materials or anything else made out of sand. Electronics. Mm -hmm. um, wow. So you're telling me recycling is important. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, so the, you, there's different types of sand that's used for construction, which is different type of sand, which is used for making glass, different type of sand, which is used for making electronics. Because you need high purity silica sand to make glass and electronics. You know all those solar panels that people want to put up everywhere? Guess what you need for that? Sand. Sand. So as we kind of shift our economy more, and you know, so that, you know, various political parties want to go like, oh, more solar, more. That wind takes more, more sand. it's going to take more sand. We're going to have to do that. Wow. 
That's incredible. Yep. So because of that, like people are now trying to be like, can we make cement? They're, they're, they're looking for new ways to make cement. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're going to be patient on this, but, um, so shredded plastic, crushed oil, palm shells, rice husks. Mm. Um, um, they're looking at ways to grind down and recycle concrete better. Right. To be able to get some, to use. Some reuse out of it. Yeah. Uh, a material that people love to go is just sit there and walk on at a beach. It's Your beach may be dredged up and sold to the highest bidder because. We need sand. Yeah. And you, you, you remember this. There's a big difference in the sand along our side of the lake over here in Wisconsin than over in Michigan. In Michigan, it's so much smoother nice and, and nicer. Over here in Wisconsin, it's, it's rough rugged, and rocky. Rugged, rugged. Yeah. So, can you imagine? Well, thankfully, Wisconsin side will probably be safe then because they'll want all the. Well, wouldn't they want the more rugged, rugged stuff? Not necessarily, if it's not the right shape. Because if desert sand is too small and smooth. Yeah. But it's ocean, river, yeah. coastal sand. But you could also Michigan's is too just smooth and nice compared to. It could also be too rocky on our side. Could be, yeah. It just needs a nice middleman. That or what they'll do is they'll take all of the sand along our coast and replace it with Sahara Desert sand. That could be a good thing, right? <laughs> Sure. Maybe I don't know. I've never walked in the Sahara Desert. So, so yeah. So we like. so we have a sand shortage. So you know, right now, like it, it's the fall season. Uh, so Tuesday, Apple's going to release their new phone, or at least announce their new phone. It's not necessarily and waste recent. all of this sand, which means people are going to have to wait, probably for the phone for a while. Because what do we have right now? A chip shortage. That yeah. I'm not talking chip like Doritos. No, yeah. Cool yeah, ranch. Micro I'm talking beast. chip like computer chip shortage. Computer chips. So electronics, computers, all shortage. All you got to wait for a little while. Things. Thankfully, I got all my computer stuff right before the shortage. Um, there's a shortage on furniture. My mom went to look up furniture for her living room. Uh -huh. It'll be six to eight months before it could be delivered. Wow. And that's probably going to be the new trend going forward. It was just waiting forever for stuff. Yeah. Because there's going to be a shortage on supplies somewhere. What about like, because I know we had that the prices go up on wood. That has stabilized some. Yeah. Now, gosh, I mean, I, I guess you can make your own furniture. <laughs> if you have that skill, though. I'll say... Go ahead and, um, you know, I, I don't have that woodworking skill, nor do I have oh. the tools for it. Now, I know how to do some basic woodworking stuff, but I don't have the tools for it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Just make uh, a simple wooden chair. <laughs> so, you know, you, you would have to, again, we're, that's moving that shift again. And I, that might be a good shift where we move away from big corporations making all the furniture back to the more... Local, local stuff, craft, artisan person making all the furniture. That would be really cool. I 
And that's what might be some of the, the, the results of this going. Instead of you going to Amazon and getting, you know, whatever, right. you, you go to the local the- specialist who knows how to make this stuff and get it. Yeah. Oh, now, on the same side, that. guess what? Guess what's probably going to happen as well? What? What? As I'm watching you pour your Jack Daniels, stuff like that might start becoming more... Expensive? Maybe expensive and maybe rare. rare, and it goes the way of national distilleries become local distilleries again. I should have saved the rest of this bottle. Okay, <laughs> I can always go buy another one real quick and save it. Until it's out. Yeah. Well, ex- well yeah, I... I know the store, well, last time I was there, they still had a few, so maybe they still have some. I'll go buy another one. But yeah, that's, yeah, I didn't think about that. I, that's thing, like, I love, when it comes to breweries and stuff like that, I love going to, like, little local breweries and stuff like that. Yeah, but you can always rely on, you know, old standards like Jack Daniels. Jack, well, for, but that's a distillery, not a well, brewery. Well, yes, I get that. You could, well, maybe it'd be good, because then we could get rid of Bud Light and Budweiser and all that. And Coors Good old Light. PBR. But, dude, PBR's coffee one is so good. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> but, I mean, no, yeah, that's. But we do. Which but, is. But, yeah. So, shortages, right? Yeah. There's other shortages going on. There's some stores, like grocery stores and all that. Yeah. They'll, they'll do orders and they're like. About that. They're only getting 40 to 50% of what they ordered in. Oh my gosh. Yeah, what was that? We were just talking at work um, for, like. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny when we started talking about this. I started thinking about the podcast where we started talking about Gatorade, and then I started thinking about Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> of course, no, but like, um, uh, yeah, one of the guys at work, he's like, yeah, he's like, if, when I go to a grocery store, he's like, and if I see like Gatorade there, he's like, I'll try and get some of it because I mean, he's like, the shelves always seem empty of it now. Yeah, I'm just like. I was like, I'm going to have to start paying attention to that because I was like, I've always thought there was, I mean, there was, the shelves weren't stocked, that's for sure, but it wasn't like it was like bare, but. No, so a lot, like, I I, I go to the quick trip by my place quite often. Yeah. Because, A, then I don't have to cook. B, (laughs) they have a wonderful thing there right now, and it's limited time only, so. What is it? It's a cream cheese stuffed pretzel. It is delicious. They've had it for about the past four weeks, and it's a limited time item. Wonderful thing. Best thing ever. (laughs) If you like cream cheese and you like pretzels. But anyways, I go there, right? And the last, like, couple weeks I've noticed there's a few things that are almost out of stock almost all the time. Like their drink shelves. You know, you've been to to Quick Trip. You're used to their their drink shelves just being stocked full, right? Yeah, nope. So Their Powerade section, gone, pretty empty. It's actually kind of getting harder and harder for me to find like Powerade there because I normally get one or two, one or two yeah. a week to drink. Like I'm drinking one right now. Right. Um, certain flavors of certain sodas, just completely out of stock. Can't get them. Gone. Yep. You know, the Speedway by my house. They haven't had. Zero sugar cherry Coke oh. for like three weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They haven't been able to get in stock. Oh, my gosh. So you go to their Coke section, it's just like bare. Oh, my gosh. 
And the thing is, that's going to become more and more and more and more and more common, unfortunately, for us. And then, but, okay, so I guess with that, I could see that being a good thing to a point. Because I guess, yeah, these are zero sugar, so they're not, like, bad for you. And that's debatable. But they're not the, the, great for you. The artificial sweetener can cause issues. Yes. So, I was like, what if that just drove more just people drinking just water? That would be good. It would be good. But, but here's the thing that right now it's on the, on the drinks, right? Yes. There's a shortage of chicken going on as well. Yeah. My chicken wings. Yep. Chicken wings. I love chicken wings. Well, not even chicken wings. Just chicken. Chicken in general. Um, in Great Britain, UK. Yeah. There's a restaurant chain that has, uh, shut down 50 locations because they couldn't get chicken. Oh my gosh. You have worker shortages going on left and right. You have restaurants that are closing because they don't have um, workers. Um, yeah. A couple of us tried to go out to dinner on this past Wednesday at a place, and their kitchen was closed because they didn't have enough staff. It's Applebee's? No. Oh, okay. No, a small place downtown. Oh, okay. And, you know, that's happened to us going, trying to go to B-dubs before, even. There was a, we would walk up to beat ups and there's a sign on the door that says, due to shortage of staff, we're closing early tonight. And obviously they were closing right as we were getting there. So. Oh my. Wow. Cause yeah, what was, um, I was, well, I had heard about a T-Bell on the North side, uh, closing cause they just didn't have workers. Yep. The Nash were temporary are temporarily closed cause of lack of workers. Yeah. Um, there was one night when I was going to Taco Bell and I had made a mobile order on my way there. Yep. And so I'm sitting in line and, uh, this guy comes out, this worker comes out and he starts telling people to leave or whatever. He's like, Hey, is it, yeah, unless it's a DoorDash or a mobile order, he's like, we're, uh, we're short on supplies. So we're just closing early tonight. And I'm like, Oh my God. I was like, well, Luckily for me, I have a mobile order, <laughs> but yep. so I still was able to sit and get, you know, my burrito, but. So I, I went to yeah. not, so last weekend I was helping my mother with something and for dinner I went to uh, McDonald's on Douglas. Okay. I pull up, you know how they have two big screens for their menu? Yeah. You know, they have a decent semi-variety of stuff right right they have like the mcchickens and all that not not oh, right I'm now never getting one of those again they don't have all that right now oh i had one like a week ago so on douglas they had they were down to one screen of the two yeah all they had was their burger items uh the mcfish because for whatever reason they had mcfish still uh. <laughs> and their uh i guess you could say their deluxe chicken items they didn't okay. have like the mc chicken they didn't even have that so when was that that was last weekend so when i went there though they they had such a shortage that they had half their menu gone oh my gosh you know and that's happened to more and more restaurants i've gone to where it's like they'll have a sign that says due to a shortage of supplies we have a limited menu right see this is like with this whole thing um Because, you know, you talked about, like, early, you know, maybe with some of these big corporations, uh, when we're talking about furniture, maybe we'd have to, like, rely on more of the local shops or whatever. Yep. 
But as far as stuff like with that comes to food, or I mean, wouldn't we have to rely on the bigger guys more? No. Because they would... We'd have to rely on more local farms. Uh, do I do like farmer's markets? So you go um, to farmer's markets to buy vegetables. You go to like a, a beef farm, you know, where they grow cows and butcher yeah. them and that, and you could buy stocks in a cow. Yeah. So you buy part of the cow, yep. so you get so much meat. That's yes. But we 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 uh, a friend of ours that has has cows. We'll we'll pick one out of one of theirs, and then when it comes time, we get meat. Yeah. So stuff like that. Yeah. People will have to. <laughs> uh oh. Uh, people <laughs> will have to stop being such babies and realize that hunting is okay. Yeah, <laughs> right. I did We're not have to return I, I, to some of those I had, old. I, I had to refrain from how I really <laughs> wanted to say that. Um, but you know, realize that that's not gonna be a thing. Like you know, something like that happens. You may need to do something like, "Hey, um, go deer hunting. Go, yeah. Maybe eat some of those less desirable meats." I don't know what those may be. Like, I was gonna say, like, what though? <laughs> you know, you know, maybe an animal that isn't typically hunted for meat. Right, you know, chipmunk. <laughs> don't know, but we're gonna have to get out of this mindset of filet mignon or nothing. But that's my thing, though. <laughs> and, and instead of it becoming like this crazy thing that, like, or like having steak all the time, it's a, it's a maybe I have a hamburger. Uh, patty. It's, it's on a special occasion that you get to have meat, right. a steak like that or something like that. Maybe yeah. that'll be healthier for us too. I don't know. Well, that's why I wonder. Like, depending on for some of this, it might, maybe it does benefit us in ways as far as our health stuff goes. Um, but I guess yeah. I, I I don't know for you. Like, I don't know. Do you? find yourself I, I guess don't want, do, do you order a lot of stuff or is there a lot of stuff that you like you you're putting you've been put on weight for to get or all the stuff i've ordered that i've that i've needed i got kind of before the pandemic really took off okay. and, and you know there were a couple things i ordered like near the start of the pandemic and there was a little bit of wait a wait time oh, it, i was like okay, okay fine whatever you know but mm -hmm. Anything major that I've needed, I think the longest I had to wait on something was uh, my dog's uh, high-tech collar. Uh, and that took a couple okay. weeks. Um, but other than that, it was Rel relatively quick. You know, the only, the only thing I had to wait on for a while was a new pen for my tablet. But the only reason I had to wait for that is because it went from Australia to Germany to the Netherlands to Ohio to New York and then to delivered to me what what okay and so th that's the only reason so it wasn't yeah. like it was a shortage they shipped it out the next day after i ordered it yeah it so, just had a weird route to go yeah so i was like okay fine whatever because yeah, to be honest most of the stuff that i order is not stuff that can be um, i guess you could say it's not it's not anything that could ever really have a shortage on most of the stuff I order is software based. So if it's software, you just make a copy of it and you know, you're good to go. Yeah. It's not like, Oh, I only have 30,000 copies of this software ever that I can make. It's yeah. 
I got it. You know, so that's where most of the stuff I order goes into, like testing Windows 11. You know, testing the new firmware on the Roadcaster, uh, testing new firmware on my various devices, and that that that's where most of that money go. Or that's most of the stuff I get. Yeah. So it's not anything that could ever tangibly get. Most of the stuff that I tangibly get is for me going to the grocery store, you know, getting food and that. I oh, think God. I do way more ordering for my mother than anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> and even then, like, that stuff, like, they probably mass-produced it a year ago. And so, so it's... They have some. Yeah. Have some so, like, left. a pole-arm chainsaw chain. Oh, okay. You yeah. know, relatively, yeah. they have a bunch of them in stock. They, they're already been made. It's not custom in any way. It's... No. Yeah. But... What was it, you know, this past year, there were a bunch of people, like a bunch of trucks. There was a photo of this. I don't know if you saw it or not. A bunch of trucks sitting in a lot at a manufacturing plant, and they were all waiting on chips from overseas. The trucks were built. The trucks were ready to go, except they were missing some chips. Some They're missing some critical chips that, you know, necessary from. For the truck to, to the work. The truck to work, okay. And because of chip shortages, guess what? No working truck. Yep. Now, thankfully, I'm not in the looking for a new vehicle right now, so I'm like, okay, I'm good. And honestly, like, before pandemic entered, like, month 18, I was, like, kind of, like, maybe going to SUV or truck. But now, at this point, I'm waiting to see how things kind of... Right. Kind of play out because I'm not sure how things are going to go. <laughs> you know, and watch now my truck's gonna get stolen. <laughs> well, I am not I'm not even concerned about that. I'm concerned about how our gas price is going to be long term. Oh, I know. That's what I'm concerned about. Yeah. How are costs of goods going to be long term? There was an article I was reading where uh, there's a trucker saying basically his income increased by $10 per hour overnight due to the shortages of truckers. Dang. Here's the thing. People are like, oh, great, you're paying the truckers more. And and that's fine. I'm not I'm not saying pay the truckers nothing. I'm just so don't think that. Trust me. At times I was like, I'm in the wrong industry. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why did I not just become a trucker? Um, like, yeah. But um, no, uh, that's not for me. But, but doing all that, right? And I'm just like, you people realize that cost of increased shipping is going to be passed on to somewhere. The companies are not going to absorb that increased cost for shipping. They're going to pass that on to the consumers. All that stuff that's oh. shipped at an increased cost is going to mean cost of goods more. of everyday living are going to cost more. Oh. Yeah. Electronic makers. Uh, this past, no, starting like next month, one of the main chip manufacturers is increasing the prices of their chips dramatically. Companies are not going to absorb that cost. They're going to pass that cost on to whoever buys their products. Yeah. All your electronics are going to go up. Yeah. Oh, man. Combine that with inflation going on. That's a nasty de- recipe. It's a, it's, it's a recipe for disaster. It's where, you know, hey, that loaf of bread, that looks good. $1,000? Sure, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Oh, my gosh. 
And I'm not making stuff up like that. Look at what has happened to Venezuela. I don't know what has happened to Venezuela. Okay, so in Venezuela, in the past, obviously not always bad, not always good today, right? <laughs> um, but what happened was they had rapid inflation. Okay. And to the point where it became, how do you say it? Basic things became real expensive. Cost of food, and this is from tradingeconomics.com. Cost of food in Venezuela increased 2,190% in May 2021 over the same month in the previous year. 2,000? Food inflation in Venezuela averaged 15,031.27% from 2009 till 2021. So I'm looking at May right now, right? Uh, this year, right? Yeah. Food inflation is 2719.5. Uh, and to be fair, that actually went down from the month before it, which was 2940. Oh. So their okay. inflation so went down, uh, went down a little bit recently. But still... <laughs> It's relatively high. That that's a good inflation rate for food, and you don't want to see that come in here. That's why you will hear politicians sometimes say, "You don't want to have to pay this amount of money for you know such and such." And yeah, <sighs> and that that's why they're afraid of you know the. the of inflation coming up here. Now, obviously, if you look at it like in whatever, um, I, I guess like U.S. dollars, right? It, you look at it in U.S. dollars and it's like, oh, this is cheap, right? But the average salary in Venezuela is not as high as what Ooh, even make you make. Here. Oh, my gosh. Us here, we could go down there real easily and just buy the food that we want. Like, <laughs> no problem. So... In American dollars, right? Yeah. A loaf of bread costs 48 cents. Huh? In American money. Okay. Moving to Venezuela. In Venezuelan money, just making sure I got this right, the average salary in Venezuela, average monthly salary. So, you know, what person takes home monthly? Yeah. 132000 V-E-S. Monthly? Yep. A hundred. Oh, V-E. Okay, V-E-S. But that's, yeah. That, that's whatever the... Their currency is. Their, their currency is, right? That's 132,000 V-E-S or 1,590,000 V-E-S yearly. Okay. Okay. Sounds like a lot because it's just big numbers, but... Inflation. Was, yeah. In V-E-S... To you, cost of French white bread. French oh, of white bread, they just call it French white bread. Oh. You want to guess how many VESs of Venezuelan dollars essentially it costs for a loaf of bread, which is equivalent to 48 cents US? What, seven dollars? I don't know. Seven Venezuelan dollars? Yeah, more 30? No, no. Go higher. 
100? Oh, so close. Nope. So far away. 500? Oh, keep going. 1,000. Oh. 2,000. Not, not even close. Oh. 10,000. No, I can't even say you're getting warm yet. Hold up. They make, okay, so they make 100,000 a month. 100, like 30,000 a month. So 75,000? Nope. More? Yes. For a loaf of bread. Of bread. Yes. Is it their monthly salary? More than their yearly salary. A loaf of bread is more than you, their year, you, how, how? I don't know how. This is according to a website which tracks costs of food across the world, right? How can a loaf of bread cost more than they make a year? And this is the point of showing how crazy expensive it's gotten with their inflation. A loaf of bread in Venezuelan dollars, one million nine hundred sixty-nine thousand six hundred sixteen point eight two VES for a loaf of that's bread. Forty-eight cents for us. That's equivalent to forty-eight U.S. cents. That is for a, a loaf of bread that weighs 125 grams. There's no way. No way. What? So we will be filthy rich if we went to Venezuela. Yeah. But then that means I'd have to get a job in Venezuela. <laughs> Which means I ain't getting paid much. <laughs> yeah, but you, with your bank account, you could live like a king there. Yeah. Until you're held ransom. But yeah, but the food prices, though, that's the recommended price for food in that country. That's just because of that inflation that's just gone crazy high. Okay. Man, that's outrageous. So that was the country at whole, right? I'm going to narrow it down to one city in particular. Yeah. They don't have the cost for bread in this city. Okay. Now, what this is, is real people who have reported this data. You want to guess how much a tenth of a kilogram of rice costs in their local currency? Seventy thousand. Up. Uh, 200,000. Up. 700,000. Thankfully down. Okay. 500,000. Down. Okay. 371,483 vests for a tenth of a kilogram. Do you want to guess what that is in U.S. dollars? Well... Nine cents. I was going to say, it had to be under a half of what the first one was. Nine cents. For a tenth of a kilogram? Yeah. Because I'm, I'm trying to think, for America, compared to these other countries now. Mm-hmm. We have it pretty good. We have it really good. Yeah. 
We have had. We have. I mean, we always it. have. We've always had it really good here, and it's like, I don't know. It's like we'll always be one of those places where it's always like it's a first world problem thing. Yeah, very much so. And that's why a lot of people are concerned about the inflation and all that. Right. Because, I mean, it's like, how bad are these other countries then getting hit by shortages? More so than we are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, now, now that being said, so that's the, you know, the cost of the food, right? Government. Mm-hmm. Like I said, they hand some out. They subsidize a good chunk of food as well. So they can bring it down in a government supermarket. Can you imagine that? A government supermarket? Sounds awful. <laughs> well, ask all the military people. They have. They probably love it. Well, no. Military people have commissaries. So like when my dad was in the military and all that, and we lived oh. near base, we would go to the military grocery store my mom still sometimes goes down to the grocery store down in um illinois oh oh so in a way we kind of do right yeah i suppose so then yeah so they're able to bring the price down in private or not excuse me not in private in um government yeah actually quite a bit Hmm. so milk 20 or 70 70 cents 70 of their whatever their their currency oh okay 70 dollars of their currency right flour 190 okay pasta 15 so for like the flour right yeah that's for a 2.2 pound bag for 190 of their thing okay the milk it's 70, right? If they can find it. Wow. And here we go. And, and they, so they've, soup. they've, so if you can find it, it's 70, right? But if you can't find it, then you might have to go to the black market or the normal markets <sighs> where that could be $700 in American currency, you know, it, it, equivalent of $700 in American. For them. Yeah. Spending 700 you know, if you could took their the amount of money they would have to spend to buy that milk, seven thousand, yeah. yeah, and convert it to U.S., that'd be like seven hundred. That's when this article was written a couple of years ago. So the inflation's gotten worse since then. I would never, I, yeah, I would never spend seven hundred bucks for milk. Yeah. So like this person, if I buy or I can find the rice, right? My whole salary for the month is blown on three kilos of rice. All I can find in the store is soap, and I can't eat soap. I, and in their government stores, like you're given a number. Yeah. When your number is called, then you can go up and shop. Yeah. Well, if there's nothing left by the time your number is called, too you're bad. Screwed. Yeah. And so people are talking about like their number's called, they go up, and there's nothing left. Oh, my gosh. That's so sad. Yeah. So, an American would not live at all in there. No. Oh, no. Like, like, the chaos has been bad enough, which, 
Can you imagine, though, all the Karens down there? Oh. See, what, who, who, oh, no, maybe it was my mom. I was talking about this with, but, like, eh, maybe it was you, too. I don't know, but it's, like, for those that, I guess, just, one, either hate America or think it's so bad here and so oppressive to live here, I really wish they would just go out somewhere else. Well, here's the problem. Mm. If they went to visit Venezuela, right? Yeah. Their money would go so far. For them, it would. Yeah. Yeah. And they wouldn't understand it, so they'd still think everything's fine. We've got it so good. Yeah. Down here in Venezuela, you don't even know. We're freaking rich. It's the same people who it's the same people who are like, oh, go to Cuba and you know, like Michael Moore when he did his little documentary about how Cuba and healthcare is so much better than American healthcare and all that. Yeah. You know, so but I, I actually find this a little astonishing. I, I apples in Venezuela is more expensive than beef rounds. Chicken or chicken fillets. Wait, hold up. What? Apples. Here. Oh, no. Oh, in Venezuela. Are more expensive than beef round or chicken fillets. fillets. Apples. According to this from the city of Merida, apples cost for 0.3 kilograms. Eight million six hundred sixty-seven thousand nine hundred forty vests. Beef round, 0.15 kilograms, so half the weight of the apples. Costs one thousand eight hundred fifty one million eight hundred fifty-seven thousand four hundred fifteen. That's over double the price for double the weight. Oh man! So we we you know, and I hate to say it, you know that's. So for the apples, right, that's like $2.10 American versus 45 cents for a beef round. So, yeah, we have a good. We might have to wait a little bit of time. For what we want. But we have a good. We have it so good. Now, here's the thing. Inflation keeps going up like this. Obviously, we probably won't get to Venezuela bad. But there are scenarios where it could get that bad. If the only reason it hasn't gone as crazy as it has, like in Venezuela and other countries like that, is the dollar is used as one of the main trading currencies all around the U- all around the world. the world. However, if a cryptocurrency becomes a main hard currency or anything else, our inflation rates will go unchecked. Now, right now, uh, you know, they keep saying, oh, it's just transient. It's just going to be around for a little bit. That's what they're predicting. That's the, not That's not guaranteed. For the crypto stuff? No, no oh. the inflation. Oh, inflation. They're saying it's transient. It'll be around for a little bit, but then it's going to go back, blah, blah, blah. You know, that's what I'm hearing at work and everything. That's not always the case. Um, yes, it may happen like that, um, but it may not even you know, there's a there's ways where it could be like, no, that's you know not gonna happen. 
but we'll have to see, you know. So yeah. I, I just put my monthly annual salary or my monthly salary in that I take home after tax in. Uh-huh. Converted it to Venezuelan dollars. Uh, Venezuelan Bolivar. Would I take home monthly? I'm going to see how many years it would take them. 15,565 years. For them to make what you make in a month. After taxes. That's how devalued their currency has become, unfortunately. When I go to an exchange rate calculator, you know how, like, if you do, like... You know, uh, U.S. dollars to euro or something like that, right? It's always like one to whatever. When I go to theirs, it's one to zero. (laughs) It's four million one hundred twenty-four thousand seven hundred eighty-eight vests to one U.S. dollar. It's what? It's 4 million. What? 124,788 vests to one US dollar. And how much did it make a year? A million. 590,000. Wait, that's. <gasps> they make 1,590,000 oh, vests okay. a year. That's less than $1. So if we donated money to Venezuela, they could... It's going to go to the government. No! I want to go to the people. (laughs) Yeah, good luck. How... That's... What they make in a year is equivalent to 38.5 cents U.S. If they... Direct conversion to U.S. dollars. How much? Wait, what? 38.5 cents. So, yeah, whenever companies say, like, hey... Inflation, that's why they keep pointing to Venezuela for that. 